With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I was just thinking about you. Wondering if you wear the same cologne. Smell good on you. Had the next boyfriend of mine try that same kind. But it stunk on him though. You know what they say, everything ain't for everybody. But I tried anyway. (laughs) You sure did smell good. Just running across my mind 
remember what we used to do. You're listening to Hot Words, Hot Topic Tuesday. This is Gigi, the storyteller, and I'm going to say something. I want to know, how is your head space? I want to know, are you polluting your thoughts unnecessarily? Are you giving more time that you should on something that hasn't even happened yet, nor will it ever happen? Now, I know in the scripture you could find, think on these things, which means whatever you focus on, that's what you focus on. Try thinking on things that's good. Think on things that's positive. Think on things that is kind. Or one of my favorite scriptures when I was growing up, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. And, you know, that's self-explanatory because there's a lot going on in the world right now, and tomorrow and next week I can't bring that right here onto my moment. It's not happening. we got millions of people who walk around thinking that people are thinking about them. They spend too much time thinking that someone is thinking about them. Now, we on Hot Words, Hot Topics would like to inform you that there are is nobody thinking about you. And we have to ask ourselves, why? Why do we think that they are? We have LGD poet Liz, LGD poet, and Lisa Michelle Garrett got seats right now on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Why do you guys be thinking that people are thinking about you and you change your pattern, you make decisions because you think somebody is thinking something. Who who wants to go first on that one? I'll go first. This is Lisa Michelle Garrett. Speak up, girl. Speak up. Go first. What's up? I'm you got to sit on hot words. What's cracking? Well, I think mine, me personally, comes from childhood and I don't know. I, I believe it came from childhood because of your so-called friends, and they'd always be sitting around gossiping and talking about other people in your presence, and that would make me think that, oh, well, hell, if they're talking about me, guess about those people? They're talking about me too. So that would make me think that somebody else, you know, the ones that are talking all that talk, are thinking about me but maybe they're really not. Just because they're gossiping about someone else in my presence doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be talking about me, but it's a good chance that they are. So that would make me kind of like, hmm, I wonder what they're thinking. But then I got older. I'm older now. I'm almost 55. I don't care. Talk all you want to talk. Yep. That's my analogy. Um, yeah, I get that LGBT too. Poet. Mm-hmm. Hello. This is LGD Poet. How are you? How's everybody doing? Well, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing great. So to answer to that question, I would say everybody has their individual reasons, and I think essentially it's because when it does happen, because it does happen to me sometimes, very seldomly, as I 
continue to work on my own insecurities because I believe that um, it's our own brain and how we process that, yes, there's triggers, but it's because we don't feel maybe confident enough. We have insecurities that are triggered because of past issues, traumas, whatever the case may be. So it's some work that has to be done within ourselves, and that's why we perhaps that those who do go through that um, just experience that based on, on that. We have our own insecurities and our own self-worth is just, and self-esteem issues just to narrow it down that right. way. That's what I would say. Right, right. This is Gigi, and I would say it would, like Lisa Michelle Garrett said, that it begins uh, with your peers, you know. Mm -hmm. At four or five years of age, we are placed in this room with little bitty strangers like us, right? We yank from our parents, and you have this group over here, a group over there, and they yes they're they're talking and you listen like Lisa Michelle said they're talking about people and then like Liz says it starts working on your insecurities so you're like wow are they talking about me that's like a, a part of it and then the other part is people who will be thinking that okay. You get in someone's car. Maybe uh, they've been running and traveling here, there, going to work, and they're stopping in the fast food, and then their car is, like, a little bit untidy, and then they have a guest riding with them, and the first thing out their mouth would be, oh, excuse my car, you know. And the same thing would be with um, coming to someone's home, oh, you know, you may not, you could have skipped a day or two, you know. Uh, someone comes in, oh, excuse the mess. Or it could be uh, the clothes that you're wearing and you're thinking that people are thinking that your clothes items don't match or with uh, you're not wearing the the type of brand that you should be wearing. And that was something that was going on uh, in my age in the 70s when I was a young teenager, you know, in uh, middle school in my day, it was called uh, junior high. And, uh, yeah, that peer pressure is a trip. So you have a young mind that hasn't really developed like it should before you're getting these little negative, you know, little vibes. And then you begin to start thinking, what's wrong with me? Okay. It could be someone may not be feeling you, don't like you, whatever, talk about you, begin to talk about you, whatever. Um, and then for some reason, too, we tend to um, give our power to other people, and we believe that what they think about us is very important, you know. We think that someone's expectations of us is greater than what we think of ourselves. And our mind, our minds are so powerful. Some people, they want to play it down, but it's, I think it's the crust of everything. 
because I think, yeah, I've heard the battle begins in the mind, and I thoroughly believe that because when these thoughts come to our mind, and uh, even though I do not uh, go to church, but I can, like, tell you some of the scriptures that's in the Bible uh, is a direct link to how we live life, okay? And we do some things out of uh, we want to people to love us, we want people to like us before we even learn to love and like ourselves. And we kind of get our priorities out of whack, you know, putting too much emphasis on what someone else is thinking, right? And the thing is, they're doing it too, right? They're doing it too. So you have this person that you're thinking, oh, they're okay, let's take a creative person, right? And they're very creative. Let's say they're a poet and they spit fire when they get on the mic. And you're a poet too. You spit fire too. But because you validated their craft like kind of greater than yours or whatever, or maybe you admire them or whatever, and then you kind of talk yourself into belittling who you are and what you do. So you guys are creative. What what do you what do you think about that part? This is Lisa Michelle Garrett, and I am a creative person. I'm a licensed graphic designer and also an artist and. I follow a lot of other creatives and artists, graphic designers, and people who use the digital Procreate app, digital on iPad, on Instagram, and I see a lot of really awesome fire artwork, whether it be on Canvas or digital platform or they were drawing, um, hand-drawing, sketching. And then it makes me sometimes, because we're all human, uh, look at my own work and say, wow, hmm, I don't have as many followers as these people. And wow, everybody's all over there with them. How come they're not over here with me? But then I think to myself, which I've been working on myself, because you wouldn't think I would think anything like that, because I have a lot of people that say, oh, my God, Lisa, your artwork is just fabulous and blah, blah, blah. But when you look at your own craft and you're the creator yourself, you're so used to looking at what you do, it turns into something that's common to you. And it's like all fascinating to someone else because I was in a live with one of my artist friends on um, Instagram. Oh, my gosh, she's a fabulous artist. And she can actually sing as well. So when she does her live, she just kind of sings and does her um, – digital art on the uh, live. So everybody's telling her how well she can sing. And you know what she had told us is that she didn't really think she sang all that great. When I tell you she has an Adele voice, pink, anybody, oh, my gosh, she's fabulous. And she doesn't really think that she is. So what is that do you, th- you guys think? Do you have any elaboration on how come when it's the person that's creative, they really don't think it's all that and everybody else is like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, well, this is Liz. Liz. Did you call it? Um, I don't know. Being a poet myself, I question my own my own art. I don't think I'm still 
good enough. And I still think that I have a lot to learn. And so other people compliment my poems, but um, I just think because we're, we're artists, we never think we're really good enough. <laughs> and if, when I've spoken to other artists, too, we just always, from the conversations and the dialogues I've had with them, they think the same thing. We just are super critical with our own our own pieces. And I know that I've compared my not necessarily compared, but I'm intimidated by spoken word artists because they come out with so much power in their words and their performance and I am nowhere near that that level of performance. And I think nor do I think I'll ever will be because that's not necessarily something I wanna always do. Um, I think I just like to write recite and when I can, when I get the courage. To right. Do it. And this is Lisa and Michelle Garrett. Who you are. Go ahead, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I wanted to piggyback off of what Liz said, and then I think just the opposite about your poetry. I think it's freaking awesome, and you're just as good as anyone else I've seen. Everybody's going all on, oh, you need to memorize your piece, because they did uh, – Gigi the storyteller like that quite a few times in her um, what she's doing with her poetry. You can stand up there with your own paper. You don't have to memorize. It's still your words. It doesn't take away the creativity or your thoughts that you put into that piece. You can read it if you want to. Who said that it's the uh, the end-all, be-all, and all of the rules? Oh, you have to recite the piece or it's not good. They're still your words. And however you get it out to the atmosphere, that's how it is. So it is awesome, Liz, and you already have arrived, but we have to work on ourselves because I was just telling Gigi yesterday that, you know what, we have already arrived, you and I. Just maybe no one has, you know, like like a whole bunch of people have told us, but we already know that we've arrived, and I really don't know why that we even seek any at all in life validation from any other person because guess what? They're just like you. Who are you, you know? Did you walk mm-hmm. on water when you woke up this morning? Who are you? you just average, yeah. just like anybody else. Yeah, so they, I, I they don't, they take don't it like have that, all that power. I don't, I don't take it too too offensive at all. It's more like constructive criticism. Like, I remember when I started, after I ended my relationship two years ago, I started for the first time in a long time going out there to recite some of my poetry and I noticed that um, when I did recite at an event, one of the gentlemen said, if you would um, memorize it, it would sound much better. It would just come out better. And I completely understood what he, well, I understood what he meant. I meant, he meant like, it would just come out more, um, you know, when you memorize something, you perform it a few times and you just repetitive, you just practice. It just gets better as as you practice. Uh, but being that I was a newcomer, well, fairly new, that it was just it came out a little bit different. Um, so I just took it as constructive criticism. I didn't take it too offensive. It's just I feel like as a writer or as a poet, I still feel like I want to grow more. Yes, yeah, this, this, this is Gigi the storyteller. Right. I I just want to say this. Um, you are a poet, you are a writer, right? And you began to step out of that and do something different. 
And as I have told you, be familiar with your words and you recite it and it's good. You know, and then it goes on to different personalities of people. Some people are just freaking loud. You know, they just <laughs> have that energy and they're just loud. You're not like that. So therefore, uh, we cannot do our own self-harm. And it's like uh, how we say we want to compare a butterfly to a bird. They both mm-hmm. fly, right? Mm-hmm. However, they both have their own different beauty, okay? They're both beautiful. Birds are beautiful. Butterflies are beautiful. They both fly. So this is something that we have to learn for ourselves, right? We each have our own individuality, and because we are tapped into this raggedy-ass system that that <laughs> uh, fill us with anxieties and shit like that, whatever, and then we start thinking things about ourselves based upon other people, based upon something that they said or something like that, I'm like, look. We got to get our priorities in line, and what that is is our own self. You know, I had mm-hmm. to go through a long, long years of what people think and say don't matter. At this point, Lisa Michelle started beginning to think that I'm mean. I'm like, no, I've been through a lot. People, child, they for real stuff that I have been through. Because I'm a Pisces person, compassionate and empath and all this, and I put my heart out there and all on my sleeve, and I do it when I'm doing with business as well. And I'm telling you, yeah, you're going to learn a lesson or you're going to keep on getting beat up, you know, and that's your Mm -hmm. fault. And this is for me on my journey. I had to learn, honey, stop. Think on these things. You know what? That person is different from me. That person is a different type of person, different type of uh, individual, different type of artist. I admire what they do. I love what they do. And you know what? Bitch, I love what I do too. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I mean, I can't wait to You can be different. That's, that's, go, go ahead. What? I get what you're saying. And I respect it. I just don't have, I, I feel like where I'm at now, the work that I've done for myself, with myself, I'm still evolving, still healing a lot, still learning a lot about myself, that I'm okay with people having their own opinion. And I think I've always been that way. It's just that after I had been in a relationship where a lot of the things got distorted for myself in the way that I mm-hmm. viewed myself and viewed others, um, now as I'm healing and putting things in perspective, it doesn't really bother me that much. It's just, um, it is what it is. It's their opinion. Just like I have my opinion of myself or I have my opinion of people. They are who they are, mm-hmm. respect their individuality and how, and how they process. And it's great to have dialogue when there's a difference of opinion or just a constructive criticism because that's how you grow. That's one way of growing. And I have an opinion just... on myself. This is Gigi, the storyteller. And I'm like, for years, before people got so conscious and doing all this stuff, this spiritual stuff, 
I had to, you know what I'm saying? Because there was no mm-hmm. one else around in my space. And if you don't lift your own self up and pat your own self on the back, you know, you're mm-hmm. always going to be a mess, not you, just people generally. I rise in the morning and I go in the mirror and I be like, whoo, beautiful. Do you know my uh, government name? That's what my name means. It means beautiful. And I live up to that. I'm magical. I live up to that. I talk to myself. I look in the mirror and I'm like, you are a genius. You are creative. What you going to do today, girl? That's why I am every, when I rise, good rising and good day. For real. I'm going to pump myself up. I'm going to put more energy into me, 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 myself, and me, right? And I opened this uh, show up today with uh, Jill Scott Cross My Mind because that's exactly what happened. You could be in the middle of something and then something across your mind. It depends on what it is, depending on if it's a topic. For me, it's about... Uh, what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to create next. That's what I'm into now. But to pop into I wonder what so-and-so is doing on that level, I don't care, <laughs> you know. But on this particular track here, she if you listen to the lyrics, they wasn't even good together. The only thing that they had good together was the sex. So here she is with somebody else bothering her own mind because she allowed those thoughts to cross her mind and not that it came and it went and with a lot of uh, stuff like that it's gonna come but guess what it's up to us to whip it out you know don't entertain stuff like that we're gonna take a little break right now we'll be back on hot words hot topic here on blog talk radio Right from the start, you were a thief, you stole my heart, and I, your willing victim, I let you see the parts of me that weren't all that pretty, and with every touch, you fixed them.
my topic. This is Gigi, the storyteller, and wow, those lyrics, you know, it's like your thoughts are running wild. In this story, he's like, what do you mean? My love for you is written in the stars and the scars on my heart. So the question again is, why do we do that? Why do we do that? I don't know why, but what I do know is when I learned to stop doing that because I found out it was causing me mental harm, emotional harm, causing me anxieties, thinking about what other people are thinking. Okay. Here's here's a quick example right here. I have a niece. And uh, I could talk about this stuff because my relatives do not listen to any of my shows or anything like that. That's why I be wilding out. So one of my nieces, she have not been speaking to me for a while, right? And I've had two brothers die, nephew die within the past year, and I've been going through some things, people out there in radio land, okay? And... Um, at uh, one of my brother's funeral, I saw her and I spoke to her like, hey, so-and-so. I'm not mentioning any names. She didn't speak to me, and I said it again. And she didn't speak to me, and I'm like, look, I know you hear me, okay? So <laughs> that right there began something between us. So for a while, I'm thinking she must be upset with me. I'm thinking I was having a conversation with my sister, another one of my sisters. I have many, y'all. And one of my sisters, and she is known for, honey, you can't believe. It's not that she's a liar, but, hmm, it's thoughts and stuff that be up in her head. And when she's talking and if she's relaying a story or an incident, it may not happen the way that she's telling it. So because I know she's like that, and this niece who, like, we like, close, and all of a sudden she's not speaking to me. She's not saying hello. She's not greeting me at the funeral. Then there was another funeral. She didn't speak. And uh, my nephew's funeral, she didn't speak. And we had a celebration of my brother, and she didn't speak. She would, like, stare me down and whatever. And I'm thinking well, you didn't speak to me at, my, you know, the first funeral, and you didn't speak to me at the other one. Like, oh, I'm thinking you may have a problem with me or you may have an issue with me. And so then I'm thinking I didn't do anything wrong. That's what I know for facts. You can pull me on the carpet on that one, everybody. So me being me, always taking the high road, Always being the one to call people, you know, did I, did I upset you, you know. This time I said, look, no, this is the second time I said, mm-mm, <laughs> and we'll get to that story maybe. So I was like, no, I, I'm not going to call. This time I could be wrong, but I don't care. I do not wish to take the higher road, right. I'm the oldest. I'm the auntie. 
if you're not talking to me, and that's what I'm thinking, if you're not speaking to me, if you have an issue with me, I'm thinking you should call me or you should, like, come up to me and speak to me, right? And then we just recently had another celebration, birthday celebration, and she came, like, right to my table, looked me in the eye and looked away, whatever, and I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, you think I'm going to speak to you? I'm going to say hi? No, because I already told myself, mate, I could be wrong or not, Liz. You you be correcting me on stuff. I don't want to speak to her. I don't want to be the first one to say hi. Okay, two days later, she called me. She's like, Auntie, I, I apologize. I said, for what? She's like, we haven't been talking. What's up? And I said, well, I said, you haven't done anything. You know, I haven't done anything. I said, uh, I was trying to speak to you at the funeral, but I'm thinking our family has been going through a lot of freaking trauma. I'm thinking months and months later, maybe she didn't hear me, okay? Her, nephew, her, her, her uncle died who she cared for for years with her and my sister. They were the primary caretakers for my brother. And I'm thinking months later, because I'm getting, uh, you know, emails not about you, I'm thinking she's going through trauma too. Her uncle died. And then her other uncle died. And her cousin died. She's going through the same freaking experiences that I went through. And here I'm thinking, well, she didn't speak to me, so I'm not going to speak to her. Whew, I answered my own question. <laughs> Liz, was, I mean, I'm thinking this. She's thinking that. She finally called me like, Auntie, what's up? You're not talking to me. I'm saying, well, you're not talking to me. <sighs> you know what? I think That's that in every family in every family dynamic, we're going to have those differences and misunderstandings. And I know I've had some with uh, my nieces. And uh, still, at the end of the day, I will love them. And they will know that regardless of what has occurred, in my eyes, um, that um, families always, family always has to stick together. And sometimes it takes one person to make the move to, to break the ice and just open the dialogue, even though we're going to have a difference of opinion. Because what's more important in my eyes is, you know, it's my family. And that we get along and we, we respect mm-hmm. individuality and we respect, um, and communication is vital everywhere, whether it's family or not. Most definitely. Yeah. And I'm, this is Gigi, I'm like very much on communication, but for this particular I don't know. I felt like I had to take this step, right? And mm-hmm. I could be wrong. However, even if there was like a breakdown of communication, and I wanted to reach out to her, but I didn't want to be hurt. So for me, it was a protection because if I reach out to her mm-hmm. and I don't know, she rejected or whatever, and then see, I have opened myself up, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be hurt because it's one of my favorite nieces. So I felt like, you know, I had not wronged her, 
and I would love to reach out to her and be like, yo, you know, did, did something happen? Like she did to me. Did something happen? But it was bringing in fear, you know, <laughs> fear that rejection and or she'll say some crap and then I'm going to say, like Jill Scott, you going to say some things and I'm going to say some things. And I didn't want it to be like that, but I'm happy that it was resolved the way that it is. And we have a, a family camping trip this weekend, and I'm glad it was resolved. And so it won't be no, you know, nothing in the air. It won't be no pink elephants all over the forest, you know. <laughs> We're just going to be cool like that, you know. And smooth like that. That's what's going to happen. This is Gigi, the storyteller. I'm here with people that is like on the table here. Liz, LGD poet, artistic diva, 722, a.k.a. Lisa Michelle Garrett, wonderful artist. And so we're just talking about Hot Topic Tuesday, things that pop into our mind and sometimes from my experience, what you are talking about, what's on your mind could just very well be what's on somebody else's mind. So do you think that others are thinking about you, talking about you? And I want to say let's wrap wrap it up. And like Liz, she recognizes it, right? And she's working on herself, right, to become stronger because where I am right now because I have worked on it and did it. And what people say about me or the work that I do, mm-mm, I don't entertain that. You know, some people ask me, oh, do you think uh, hot words have been blackballed? I don't give a shit because we do great work, right? We featured wonderful artists, right, through the years. So what other people think, because I've had so many people tell me about, um, oh, you should be doing this. Oh, no, you should be doing that. Oh, no, have you thought about doing this? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. What other people think and the crap that come out of their mouth, uh uh-uh. Because guess what, number one, Liz, they are going through their own Demons, never, ever, 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 you know, I'm down with, you know, some constructive criticism, you know. However, no, I'm going to be like Frank Sinatra. (laughs) I did it my way, my way, (laughs) my way. The way you want to do it, you, you, you want to do something that I do, and you want me to do it the way that you do it. And see, that's that's not going to work. That's not going to work. So to wrap it up, why we do this, for me, Gigi, I have to say it goes down to bloop, 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 when we put into the system, peer pressure, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And as we get older, we realize, you know, we sometimes that, that light bulb is going to click. And then what other people think of you, it don't matter. And I have to say to people who are listening right now to Hot Words, Hot Topic, this is a self-help 
right? And I could tell you what helped me because some stuff used to go through my brain. I just recently told a friend of mine, my best friend, something that I was thinking about her spouse. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's crazy. I said, look, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, and I told it to her, and I don't want to share that with y'all, but, yeah, we be thinking some wilding out stuff about people. We think about some crazy stuff about people. And I'm like, why are you thinking about them like that? Why are they on your mind? That's something that you have to uh, answer that question for yourself. You know what I mean? So just give me a reason. Just give me a reason. It's like don't, you know, get hold to your thoughts. When they start racing and you thinking like, here's another example. Like when you call somebody and they don't pick up, don't start thinking, oh, they're avoiding me. They saw my call. They saw me ringing. You know what? It's a million and one reasons why they didn't pick up. It's a million and ten why they didn't get back to you. And I'm going to tell you people that's listening, look, shit just ain't about you. You know, it's not. You have to give people a break and stop judging them for every little thing that comes to your mind, okay? Just stop doing that. It's it's not good for people, okay? We're going to take like a little bitty break, a little bitty break, and we're going to come back with the secret topic, and I really wish I could have got that song on, but I didn't, but let's break. Secret topic, I didn't tell anybody. 
Liz, I didn't even tell Liz what the secret topic is. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. The secret topic is, we're going to talk two minutes, two minute topics. I don't know if you are aware of this, but it's, I really wish that Mikael had uh, tuned in. I think she forgot or maybe she got involved in something else. But recently, I think this past, this week, the brat, you know, she uh, started her own series with her girlfriend, Judy. I don't know what platform it's on because I don't watch TV, but I did, uh, I followed a brat just recently, and then I noticed a couple days ago, so maybe last week, that she, um, she was having a live, so I tapped in on Instagram, and she was talking about this new show that she was having, uh, the Brad and Judy, that's her girlfriend. And I was listening to her live, and she was talking about, you know, people that know me, whatever, they know, you know, that I'm, you know, lesbian, whatever. But I just kind of really didn't want to come out to the world with it and whatever. And shh, secret be told, the Brad, we have to tell you from – the people that used to party at the Catch One in the 90s when we was, like, bounce, bounce, bouncing to your tracks and watching your videos and all of that. And we want to tell you, sweetheart, it's no surprise to the world. <laughs> it's no surprise to people in the LGBT community. I can, I can tell you that. So um, it's okay. You know, because when you are who you are and loving who you love and nothing else matters on that, you know. I I get her when she, because it's business and you don't want to put it out there like this is my girlfriend, my lover, my partner, my significant other, or whatever little terms, you know, someone wants to use. And uh, in my opinion, I know... I can't even say that because I flipped back to me why I didn't want to do it. For me, it was just business, you know. I noticed that sometimes you have couples and they have both couples on, like, one Facebook page or, you know, both people on Instagram, and I'm like, no. As much as I love this person, I don't want to do that because, we're all individuals, you know, and that's one part of me that I just really want to continue to shine, being my own self. If you want to tap into the conversation, let us know. I'll bring you up on live, okay? So I, I just want to – you have to be truthful with yourself, which is great, and it is kind of scary – uh, to come out to people, number two, uh, relatives especially because, you know, you don't know the background of their religion and because people don't really thoroughly um, study the scriptures that's in the Bible, the ones that utilize or know of a Bible in the Christian faith or the Catholic faith or whatever that is. And I'm going to tell y'all, honey, Gigi, the storyteller, got stories. I studied that thing. I looked and read that Bible and looked in it. I don't know all up up in it, but I do know I'm on the right track as 
you know, living this life and just trying to work on yourself and fix who you are because we're all freaking messed up, totally, you know. So each day we're trying to figure us out. So the breath. Here's some snaps to you for getting the courage <laughs> to do that because she's out to the, you know, that had to be a lot for her, you know. And but I, she's been out for a while though. Excuse me. She's been out for a while. According now. to her, she wasn't. You know what I mean? To I mean, make, it was all over the. If it's all over, like one of those shows. If, Something about relationships. But did you hear or, it coming from her, Liz? Did you hear it coming from her? I mean, you just saw articles. It, and whatnot? it was very, it was very evident because she was very uh, affectionate, saying that's my girlfriend. Blah, blah. It, it was very clear. It's been out on the internet for at least, as, as, far, mm-hmm. as far as I remember, over a year for sure. But I understand. I still, however, respect what anybody feels in that in that situation where they're still hesitant and reluctant to go ahead and let probably maybe the world or more know, more people know, because she was out. She's been out for a while. Yeah. And I think more... This is Lisa um, Michelle Garrett. It's more personal and intimate. Go, Lisa Michelle, go. This is Lisa Michelle Garrett. I have a, a comment on all this. Even though we all... I'll say we all assumed, I won't say we knew, that she was lesbian way back in the day when she first got started. But um, maybe she just feels comfortable with actually saying it. You know, like say, did you hear it from the horse's mouth? Well, she's the horse right now. And she said, okay, this is true. But all we could really do was assume that she was. She seemed like she was. We just thought she was all the time anyway, but she actually is admitting it now, but she never really had to say it anyway, but she feels comfortable like she should. So it's her time to say that, even though we all assumed that she was anyway, but that didn't make it true. So that's my thought. Secret topic, and that's a nice thought, and I... 1,000% agree with what you just said, Lisa Michelle. Yep, you explained it really good. I like that. We have about, <laughs> what, seven minutes, six minutes, and 57 seconds. If you want to get in on the two-minute topics, hit the pound, hit the one. We'll bring you in. All right, we got a few minutes. We're going to cover these two little topics, like, real quick, and then we're going to exit out and see you next. Tuesday on Hot Words, Hot Topic Tuesday. So here we go. The next one on the seat with Hot Words. Are you a problem solver or are you a problem complainer? Don't answer that. I'm going to give you an example. All right. Here's an example of someone working in an environment where it's predominantly Spanish is speaking, all right? Let's say like in a hospital where predominantly, right, speaking is Spanish, Espanol, right? And you've been working there for years and all of a sudden it's like an influx and, you know, everybody's speaking Spanish, bilingual, and you don't. And uh, as a problem complainer, 
You want to complain about them? They're speaking Spanish. Everybody's speaking Spanish and blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Be a problem solver. You know, take the time to go learn Spanish, Espanol, a little bit. We're not saying be a whole damn conversationalist, but go learn something. Because if that's what your job is requiring, so to speak, and it's a bilingual place, obviously we do live in California. Come on. It just makes sense to learn a little Spanish. One minute, each of you guys. What do you guys think? Go. Go, Liz, go. <laughs> well, if a person wants to speak Spanish or learn Spanish, it should be the prerogative to do whatever they want to do. Now, understanding that there's multi-languages multi in the United States, especially California, just people have to be more compassionate and try to be understanding. You can't force anything on anybody, and everybody should try to just respect, again, individuality, different cultures, because it is, it is um, a state that is, well, the United States, California, primarily California, has a lot of Hispanics. So just if they want to learn it, they learn it. If they don't, they don't. I don't like to personally myself and force anybody to, especially an adult, they got to do whatever they want to do, but just be mm-hmm. respectful. Right. Well, I'm not talking force. I'm talking business. Yes, work is at work. To any person that's at work and uh, they want to upgrade, uh, they go to college and they learn stuff that's a part of their job so they can get a better pay so, okay, and move so here, 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 up. Let me I'm give, talking about let me give you an ex- Okay, let me, and I understand the work situation. I went right. to T-Mobile not that long ago to go get a new phone, and there was <laughs> the branch manager there. He spoke no other language than English. I, as a customer, was there, and there was uh, two customers that I walked in, another two customers. They were, I can tell they were from Spain, but they were also deaf and mute. So they were communicating oh. as best as they could that I, who am a customer who understands just the difference of communication, stepped in to assist them with the, with the manager. I'm not going to force that. I'm telling the guy you shouldn't, you know, learn sign language or learn how to communicate with deaf people. But as a humanitarian, just do your best and try to communicate. That's, that's what I'm saying. I agree with I you. My best and on the flip side, if you are a deaf person, I took a sign language, and there's so many different tools that you can use, so let's not be dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got what do you mean? Let's not be dumb right now, too. No, what do you mean, though? Say? Elaborate like, let's not be dumb. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, the deaf community is huge. And if mm-hmm. you know you are going into T-Mobile, there's like TD, TTD, there's a lot of TD, tools TTY that you can use to communicate is. with other people who are non, who are hearing as opposed to non-hearing. So that's why I Text say don't messaging. be dumb. Text, text messaging. messaging is out. It's, it's so many things that you can do. Hey, let's text message. What do you need? You know? So, and say, hey, I'm deaf, and I'll communicate with you this way. Is that cool? Yeah. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's a part of putting yourself yeah. in a situation. It's like, okay, it's like you're you're vegan, and you're going through this potluck, 
and you go to this potluck knowing damn well everybody going to be bringing meat, chicken, and all kind of stuff you do not eat, and you get there and you start complaining, oh, Gigi, are we responsible for you? No. Gigi, Gigi essentially go. what I'm saying, there's always a solution to every situation. All you got to do is have a humanitarian <laughs> Just understand that's, that's that what there's I'm talking different. about. There's a solution. We got 90 seconds. <laughs> Let me see. What's the last one? Let me see. We're gonna get to it real quick. No, we're not. We're gonna. We, no, we're not gonna get to it. We got 90 <laughs> seconds left. We're not gonna get to it. But you guys could think about it for next week. Do not answer this question. Think about it. Have a paragraph. What have you learned? At your age, I'm 61. I've learned a lot, but I'm not going to answer it. What have you learned, Lisa Michelle, at 54? What have you learned? A lot. Liz, <laughs> huh? You're 55? Stop lying. <laughs> You're not you 55. No, I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you said I'm 55. I'm 54. No, I, yeah. I, I did not. Go so next G. week, think about what have you have learned. You could have a list. What have you have learned, okay, at your age, right? I don't want to throw Liz's age over there, even though I know it. But, you know, at your so age, right, I'm young 42. lady. I'm 42. Okay. I'm, I'm not. 42. Nobody will believe it if they never have a problem. Anyway. What have know. you learned? They won't believe it. Next week, I hope you can come in next week. What have you learned at your age? And to double up on that, what experience have you went through and you fast forward, you think about it? Did I freak it? What the hell did I learn? I went through this. Did I learn anything? I don't know. Y'all think about it. This is Gigi, the storyteller. Liz, Lenny, final last words. we got 30 seconds. What what did what was your question? I'm sorry. No, I'm just you saying if you had words. any last final words, girl. I'll just you know just continue your self healing. Try to be well, understanding to many people. Like and next time. Yay. And, and listen, Michelle Garrett. Just flow. Just you. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. It doesn't even matter. I know that's right. Will your eyes still smile from your cheek? We don't think I'll be loving you. Darling, I will be loving you till it's 70. Baby, my heart could still fall out. Heart at 23. And I'm thinking about. Please do it.
and my hair's all but gone and my memory fades And the crowds don't remember my name When my hands don't play the strings the same way I know you will still love me the same Cause honey, your soul could never grow Oh, it's evergreen Baby, your smile forever in my mind and memory I'm thinking about Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BDW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus